This is Black Girls in Bloom podcast. This is a safe space for us to express our unbiased thoughts, experiences, and understandings of our journey. Our hope is that at the very least you're entertained. We really want this space to bring you comfort, allow you to relate, and bloom with us. So settle in and let's get started, babe. Hey babes, hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Black Girls in Bloom Pod. This is Chris and China. And we back up in this thing and it's so early. It is so early and I had a long night last night, so if my voice is a little raspy and deep, don't judge. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you I wanted to press cancel and say, you know what, babe? Let's just forget it. <laughs> Throw in the towel. <laughs> I am so sleepy, but I'm up, and that's all that matters. Well, you know, perks of being kidless, girl, get you a nap in after this. <laughs> okay, right? So, funny story. This week, I've been telling myself no naps because. Sometimes I don't be needing to take a nap. I just like, oh, I'll take a nap. Um, so I've been telling myself no nap. So I, I really can't take, well, I could if I wanted to, but I'm choosing not to take a nap today. So after we get done recording, I'm up for the rest of the day. Okay. You know, but- <laughs> <clears throat> okay. whatever floats your boat, but <laughs> go back to sleep. I'm not going to hold you. I don't got no kids here, so I might go back to sleep. What a kid is that? Girl, they with my co- Greg's cousin's mom <laughs> having a blast. It's like there's one of their like surrogate grandparents for real. You know, my baby's got surrogate grandparents. Is that the right word? Not surrogate. Uh, oh no, filling grandparents. Shit, I don't know. It's early. Shoot, I don't know. It's early. I can't think. I got you. They have other people that fill the shoes of grandparent roles. Yeah. Um, y'all knew what she meant. <laughs> Not too much, okay? It's <laughs> and we're here. So. That's it. That's all that matters. I'm not going to lie. I feel like talking. So, I want to share my good news. Well, let's hear it. We love good news. Let me tell y'all. This week, right? I'm not going to give all the details because, whoo. You know, I'm going to wait until this is over. But I have lost five pounds this week. Yes. Five. I love that. Baby has been working out. I've been eating cleaner than normal, sticking to like 1,400 to 1,500 calories. Uh, No sugary drinks, so no lemonade from Chick-fil-A. Oh, God, I love (laughs) Chick-fil-A (laughs) lemonade. No lemonade from Chick-fil-A. No no little sneaky snacks. None of that. Now, don't get me wrong. I've still been having, like, snacks, but I've been making sure to keep them, like, at 100 calories. I've been really cognizant of what I've been eating. And I got a full scale and everything. I said, you know what? I'm tired of playing with my with my gym bay potential. Okay? I'm tired. I live in Houston. And these, all these things, like all of these bitches, excuse my language, all of these bitches are, like, gym thick. Like, they 
they thick. And I just like, you know what? Motivation. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm 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 getting my 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 Bay body. Like I just des- I deserve one. So I've been making a conscious effort to watch what I eat. So that ties into my highlight of the week. I lost five pounds this week. I love that for you. I'm so excited for you for that. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited for me too. Give me six months. Ooh, it's over with. So by the spring of next year, over it's going down. Bitches, okay. It's over with for you bitches. Don't play I'm with one of them bitches. End. Wearing crop tops just because it's going to be 50 degrees. Why are you going to crop top? It's never going to be 50 degrees in Houston, okay? I'm going to be somewhere else. And they're oh, gonna be okay. like, where you going to crop top? Okay, tell me about it, friend. Where are you going to be? I don't know, but I got to go somewhere where it's cold just like so I can wear a crop top. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your ass to Georgia. <laughs> It's going to be cold for sure. <laughs> I love that for you, friend. I'm so happy for you. Thank you so much. I feel good, too. I've been you know, feeling really good. It does give you that mental, you know, jump. And you're like, you know, it makes you feel better about your day, eating good. You're not as, like, fogged in your brain and stuff. But, yeah. So, uh, moving on to my highlight. Which would be, I made a friend. And we were just talking about friends. Yes, I made a friend, girl. A friend. And let me tell you, she got two kids. Six, almost seven. Three, almost four. Same ages as my kids. Okay. (laughs) See, we manifested this. Yes. This is married, and her and her husband have been together for about nine years. Okay, okay, you know what? See y'all. This is the power of manifestation <laughs> and writing stuff down and speaking positivity over your life. Yeah, so I made a friend, you know, <laughs> and it's a place my friend do hair. Okay, you know you what? Know. I like this friend. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> I made a friend. That was on our list. Look at us. Crossing yep. stuff off. Getting healthy was on our list. And making friends was on our list. Come on, goals. Yeah, that's, that's why it's never too late. I don't care what month it is. The year is not a... Even if the, if the year... If you're in a new year and it's whatever. It don't matter. As long as you got breath in your body, you can always change the narrative. Uh, so I'm happy for you. Okay, real quick, right? So where did y'all meet? <laughs> on the baseball field. <laughs> we met on the baseball field. And, you know, it's, it's, so I'm still going to make a new, another friend because, you know, we agreed to go places that we wanted to see our new friend in. But this one kind of just, came together I don't normally talk to the baseball moms though just because they're more of the you know other community but she's not she's of my community (laughs) and yeah we just ended up talking 
Um, and she did my hair and we became friends after that. Cause let me tell you, that sounds crazy. Cause you know, most of y'all probably be talking to y'all, um, stylists and stuff. I could sit through a whole hair appointment and not say more than, you know, Hey, how you doing? You, <laughs> you know, I don't really got to talk to my hairstylist or whoever's doing my hair. I went to a lady for years and if she didn't initiate a conversation, we didn't talk. So yeah, we was talking for real. She is very similar to me with demeanor and all that great stuff. So that's that's awesome. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Right before the year ends, too. Thank you. Check us out. See, this this is good stuff. These are some really good highlights because last week I, I was struggling with the highlights. And uh, these are some really good ones. I had a lot. Okay, I have another one, too, before we get started. Um. So I went to go see the Paw Patrol movie with my nephew. Oh, how was it? I'm going to take the kids on Friday. How was it? It was good. I think that they'll enjoy it. Um, I don't know if you saw the Paw Patrol, the first one, but in my opinion, it was way better than the first one. Um, I didn't yeah. see it, but I, I did hear this one getting a bunch of good reviews. So Yeah, it was good. I really enjoyed it. And this ties back into my health and fitness. I didn't even eat no popcorn. I didn't drink no pop, no nothing. Baby took a banana and I bought a water bottle. That's how dedicated I am. I love that for you. Okay, dedication. That's self-care <laughs> right there. You know what I mean? Being tough on yourself in moments where you could fold. I love that. I said, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. So, um, it was good though. It was really good. I enjoyed it. And mm, it wasn't really nobody in there. It was only about three people. Uh, it was good. So I would definitely suggest if you haven't, uh, take your kids, nieces, nephews, even if you want to go see it, I say go check it out. It was decent. Oh, yeah. So you know what? I think all of this ties into today's topic. Okay, we'll let the people know what we're talking about. Then. What are we talking about? Girl, I just said to let the people know. Oh. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I, I didn't hear that part. Okay, so it well, let me just uh, preface. This is part two. Uh, well, this is episode two, part two of our like mental health aware, uh, mental health awareness series. So this is um, yeah, this is part two of that. So in today's episode, we wanted to talk about forgiveness and why you need to forgive for you and not for them. Who Say that. So I think it's important to, to understand that forgiveness is for yourself and not for the other person. Because everybody knows you can forgive somebody and still not fuck with them afterwards. So that part is understood, but you're really forgiving them so you don't harbor that in your body and in your spirit because that kind of shit could kill you. You can go your whole life hating somebody for something they did to you and they've moved on and they've let it go and it's not bothering them, but it's bothering you, which is slowly killing you. They moved on like Elsa and Anna. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. They, It's over with. Have you ever saw the movie Trolls? Yeah. Well, you know, remember the yeah. Bergens? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what that reminds me of. If you've never saw the movie Trolls, really good cartoon, I say check it out. But um, when you're walking around with that anger and like that cinder block on your, your chest and on your shoulders, 
it reminds me of the movie um, Trolls, like the Bergens. They never smiled. They never would sing. They were so angry. And it reminds me of that. Uh, and like you said, it's just, you're the person that's walking around feeling heavy. And I know people be like, I'm good. I'm good. No, you're not. I'm sorry to break it to you, but you're not. And it's okay, though, not to be good. You know, it's okay to it's okay to still be in a place and say, you know what? I haven't forgiven that person. I haven't forgiven that person yet. Yeah. And be cognizant of the ways in which that is showing up in your life. Because just to go back to last week's episode, right? When we were talking about shadow work and how I said that the strained relationship with my dad has played a role in my love life. That's somebody that I'm still in the process of forgiving. I'm not all the way there yet, but that is somebody who who I've, I've started taking the steps um, to, you know, like rewrite the narrative. Yeah. Forgiveness is like healing. It's not linear. It's not one. It, it's not cookie cutter. It's not one way. You know what I mean? It can take you a day to get over something and forgive that person. It could take years. You know what I mean? But I think it's more the most important thing about forgiveness is if something is really weighing on you to actively forgive like you're doing with your dad you know what I mean like I'm actively working on you know forgiving this person so I can move on I can let this you know lay this to rest finally yeah and let it be and I also think that with forgiveness right in my opinion if you haven't let's see how can I work if you haven't forgiven certain people you can't necessarily make space for new abundance and new blessings. And I say that because even if you do get something new or like a new experience comes your way, when you're holding on to certain things, you can't really relish in new abundance because you're, you know, it's like you're still angry. You're still coming from a place of sadness and anger. <laughs> like I know so many people who are just angry they're just angry and I always told myself that I didn't want to I, I never wanted to let like the the relationship and the events that have happened in my life to to dictate just my you know like change who I am yeah. and when I started to see when I started to see myself become somebody that I wasn't happy with I knew then, you know, I can't live my life like this. <laughs> like, I'm I'm a joyous person naturally. So I just, I knew that I didn't want to wake up, you know, all boggled down. And, you know, when you meet new people, it's kind of like, why are you here? Who sent you? Come the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Maybe they try to be nice to you. But since you're still mad at such and such, you can't even take this person, you know, like in their their entirety. You can't even be nice to them. Right. So if you don't mind sharing, what what are some steps? You don't have to go too deep, but what are some steps that you t- are taking to, you know, work towards forgiveness with your dad so you can, you know, cultivate healthy relationships in your personal life? I've been more vocal with him. Um, about my feelings because for years I would be like I'm good I'm good and like I said it wasn't until I met my roommate in college and I I saw the relationship between her and her dad and it made me turn the mirror to the one with mine and I was like damn 
some shit is there's a glitch in the system something is different <laughs> and but I still like I, I never really brought it up I was like yeah whatever um so I can say that now I'm more vocal with how I feel on different subjects and different matters and I'm also more vulnerable with myself and telling myself that it's okay to feel this way about x y and z or really being raw and honest and recognizing like the moments when I felt sadness or or when I felt anger or when I felt disappointed and bringing those to the surface and not you know like just not not pushing them down when when like the memory comes to mind yeah so for so for me I'm thinking have you ever read the agreement I'm sorry have you ever read the book the four agreements no I haven't I've had it in my Amazon cart for years but I never read it it was at five below a couple years ago it might be there still be there but um it's basically one of the agreements is don't take anything personal and I feel like if you lead with that mindset that you know everything that's transpired every hurt moment that you've had with an individual I'm not going to use your dad as a full example but just any individual like you just can't a lot of this most of this stuff is not personal to you it's whatever that person is going through you know what I mean I think and also when it comes to things that happened in our childhood when you look at things from an adult lens where you know shit is not black and white no more you know when you're a kid everything's black and white either you come through or you don't either you do this or you don't you know for you Mm -hmm. either you show up for me or you don't and it's like sometimes you know it's hard to get out of bed at 30 years old it's hard to want to do stuff or it's hard or you lose track of time and stuff like that so it's just like for me and forgiveness I don't feel like it's hard for me to forgive anymore knowing that I shouldn't be taking it personal because it has nothing to do with me for example I have I had a friend because we're I guess we're no longer friends it's never it hasn't been officially said or talked about and mind you I haven't lost a friend since I've been in like a real real adult like you know Mm -hmm. I just feel like um nothing really transpires in my life enough to lose a friend over. So I found out one day I'm scrolling on TikTok and you know, like your mutual friends, when their video pops up, it says your friend, right? Mm-hmm. And then no longer said that when her video popped up. I'm like, what the heck? And I realized at that moment, like, damn, I'm not really seeing her stuff pop up on my IG feed either. So then I go look for her name. I can't find it. I go, you know, whatever. So I'm like, damn she blocked me so I'm like this is really weird but I was just like this is really weird and you know I talked to my husband about it and he was just like yeah it's super weird and I was just like and if you felt if I offended you in any way you know communication is very much open I thought (laughs) you can definitely call me and say hey you did so and so and and it really you know offended me and then we could have unpacked it and moved on I would apologize if I was in the wrong and we um could have moved on so to this day I don't know like um the real reason I guess from that person's mouth but I have an, a, a good idea of what I think is the issue. And once I unpacked it with my husband, you know, I, I left it right there. I said, whatever the issue is, it's their problem, not mine. 
you know what I mean? It's their problem. They chose not to address it with me because I'm not out here intentionally trying to offend anybody that I care about or anybody that I don't care about. That's just not how I roll. So it's just like, you could have said something about it and we could have moved on or we could have like ended the friendship if that's what you needed to do. But at least, you know, I felt like at least we were grown enough to have a conversation about it. But then I thought about it. If she felt that it wasn't, that's not my problem. That's her personal opinion. And I'm not going to take it personal. If she felt she had to just block me and move on with her life. Cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah, um, if that's your process, babe, then whatever floats your boat. <laughs> but I think that this, this conversation ties back into, well, just like a piggyback into when we were discussing, um, you know, like what's something that, you would like to see in a new formed friendship and we say we both say healthy communication mm, exactly this goes back into that um i'm not i understand you know well just for me personally i'll take some space and then let's unpack it i'm an unpacking kind of person i love to unpack my suitcase let's talk <laughs> about it do not care because i think that a lot of the times when we don't discuss different things it, it can sometimes like morph and form into this this big thing when it doesn't have to be big. It can be just a simple conversation. Hey, I didn't, I didn't like when you did that. But like you said, if that's your process and if you found it necessary to just completely, um, you know, like block me on social media for whatever reason, I'm not mad at that either because I trust and understand that the universe does all things in my favor. So exactly. It, we're and I'm not taking it personal. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> if no. I see you in the streets, I'm gonna speak. You know. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you see me in the streets, nigga, you'll know me. That's why I was <laughs> going with it. But you're right because that's an adult. <laughs> well, I, I get it. I, I trust it. Now, going back to you saying like learning not to take things personally, right? Do you think that becoming a parent helped you with forgiveness? Um, you get them to like it allowed you to give like the adults in your life more grace yes yes and no um, because honestly I, I didn't really feel like I was in a space like or had an issue that I needed to forgive anybody for you know what I mean mm-hmm. so, but then when I certain people's names would come up. I'd be like, damn, I really don't fuck with that person because of X, Y, and Z. But do I need to forgive them and move on? Or have I move on? Like, I just didn't know where my my head was at when it came to that stuff. So, for example, my dad passed when I was nine. And when my dad passed, my mom had two, two close friends. One of them was my godparent. <clears throat> and I guess this is a person I need to forgive was where I'm going with this so one of them was my godparent and you know after like maybe a couple of months after my dad passed away they stopped coming around they stopped checking on us like you know I didn't talk to them until I became an adult and I still really didn't talk to my so-called godmom because I feel like damn I'm one parent down that in my mind that means you know you should be stepping up you know yeah, of course. You should be coming to get. I'm nine years old. You should be coming to get me get to give my mom a break. You should be coming to get me to you know give me extra love because I'm a parent down. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm getting like emotional talking about this. And recently, my mom has started back hanging out with these these ladies, right? Hmm. 
and she's like um and she's told me she's like everything's not black and white you know she's like it from your end it looks like they withdrew from your life but on my end I withdrew from their lives and Mm. I'm like I'm like yeah that's fine that you took a step back because you were doing dealing with your own grief process but how I was raised that whatever beef you have with the parent you don't gotta take it out on the kids (laughs) you know what I'm saying so that's where I still have the issue and she's just like well how come you because I have another god mom and she she wasn't very present either but she's she's a lot older but she I still seen her more than I saw this other person I still spoke to this person more it could have been more you know what I mean to the to like for the circumstance but I still had more interactions with my other godmother than this other woman right so now that my mom's back hanging out she literally asked me this maybe like two weeks ago she's like if so-and-so apologized to you would you feel you know better about it I said I don't need an apology you know what I mean I'm grown now you know (laughs) yeah I'm grown I don't need an apology but then having this conversation right now and I'm getting emotional maybe I haven't fully forgave maybe I'm holding that on and maybe that's why when it comes to my kids I'd be like if you don't come through I'll give you three chances if you you know what I mean hype my kids up saying you about to come see them or do something for them and you don't come that's strike one by the third strike I ain't fucking with you no more because you're not gonna keep breaking my kids hearts or building them up just to let them down like I don't fuck around about my kids I almost cut my own brother off for life about my kids, okay? I don't care. <laughs> You're not going to do that. And I think maybe that's a wound that I have from my dad passing and people not being there when they said they were going to be there. And, you know, I haven't fully forgave those adults. So maybe that's something that I need to actively work towards, forgiving those adults. Now, I have an uncle. He's like my mom. He grew up with my mom, whatever. I have an uncle. He told me he was going to step up, but he didn't show up, whatever. He, you know, was dealing with whatever he was dealing with. The moment we got back and the moment he contacted my mom and I was around for us to have a conversation, he got on the phone. He apologized. That's what I'm talking about. A man's man. Go ahead and take accountability. You know, accountability. You he was, he was literally in tears. Like he was like, I knew I was supposed to be there, but I just couldn't handle, you know, Ooh. <laughs> he just couldn't handle my dad not being around you know what I mean yeah because I think oftentimes just as uncomfortable and uh, heartbreaking as it is for the people in like close proximity with the person who transitioned it's also hard on the people outside of the household and um, a lot of the times we don't know how to express that we don't know how to say you know what this is hard for me this conversation is difficult for me being, you know, being around y'all and not having that, that other person. It, I, I, you know, it makes me uncomfortable. I don't know how to navigate it. So I respect him for issuing an apology because he knew and understood that an apology was old. And I'm not saying he owed y'all something, but like you said, it was the accountability. Like, you know, you you didn't come through with your word. And I just, and I just, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I do need an apology from this lady. I don't know. <laughs> but, or maybe I just need to understand, you know, 
things, you know, things weren't as black and white as they appeared to be. And although my mom has never seemed like she was keeping us from anybody, everybody still had full access. Maybe they felt like that's what they needed to do at the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I guess it's something I need to like literally journal and unpack to move forward. And maybe I'll stop being so um, overprotective of my own kids when it comes to I don't agree with that. And I don't even have kids, so let me tell you why. <laughs> when somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, when I feel like somebody is trying to play in the face of my niece or my nephew, you got us all fucked up, okay? You can play with anybody else's kids, but when it comes to them three, don't play with them. You are well aware you are an adult, and the way that you process and handle things is completely different. So if you say you're going to do something, do it. If you can't do it, I understand that as well. But like you said, three strikes and you're out. We're not doing this no fourth and fifth time. Because after a while, it sets them up for disappointment. And I never want them to get used to feeling disappointment and feeling like, oh, this is okay. No, it's not. When somebody said they're going to do something for you, they're supposed to do it. And if they can't do it, they're supposed to be, they're supposed to be cognizant enough to tell you, well, take accountability to tell you, hey, I can't show up for you today. You know, I have X, Y, and Z going on. Because even when my when they were here for the summer, you know, uh, my oldest nephew, something would happen, and I would tell him I was going to do something. Then if I if I was like, I'm, you know, my bad, um, not my bad. I'm sorry. He's like, oh, it's fine, TT. I say, no, it's not, because I told you that I would do it, and I didn't do it. So hold me accountable. So no, I don't agree with that. Um, fuck them folks if they don't show up after that third time. <laughs> look, play with somebody else's kids. Okay, thanks. I get real offended when people try to play in their face because I understand what that felt like as a child and not having the voice to say, you got me fucked up. But now I can tell people, you got them three fucked up. So make sure you know that before you come over here. Cool, got it. Um, You know, and that's not to not give people grace because you've given them three chances. So after the third one, damn, baby, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Get it together. 702. (laughs) <laughs> you're right girl you're right <laughs> but yeah I saw yeah now it's time for me to actively take steps to forgive so I can definitely move move forward from that yeah, because it's some people right it is some people <laughs> that I didn't even really realize like you said, that I that I didn't necessarily mess with until their name is brought up. And then I just get like a little funny feeling like, oof. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm good on them. <laughs> but, yeah. but I will say though that moving across country multiple times has really helped me in my forgiveness process. Um, I've spoke briefly about this on the podcast, but me and my mom, we had a couple of, you know, little glitches in the system, like every other mother and daughter relationship in my opinion well not just mother and daughter like every other parent to child relationship mm-hmm. and um it took for me to move out of my mom's house to go away to college move to um, Atlanta and really start the for, for forgiveness process and I'll also say that my other roommate she would mention things about the relationship between her and her dad and just you know say different things and I would find myself campaigning for her dad And, of course, campaigning for her feelings. But I would be like, well, you know, maybe you should look at it from this point of view. Or maybe you should look at it from that point of view. Like you said, everything gets in black and white. 
And in those moments is when I started to like unpack the relationship with my mom. And I now I'm an advocate for I can't heal in the same space and place that broke me. Yeah. I have to be in a different space. I can't be, you know what I'm saying? I can't be in close proximity, i.e. living in the same household with you. And just like we, you know, we, um, you know, we keep saying unpack and unpack why I felt the way that I felt when this happened. I didn't like when you did this. And I will say that, okay, I'm not going to get emotional too. Um, <laughs> a, literally a, a year to date before my mom passed, we had a very open and honest conversation. And um, just hearing her apologize, it meant the world to me and it still do. Because yeah. my mama was not for one to apologize, baby. She not apologizing. You, you better get over it. Ain't nobody did nothing to you. Or she, you want to go somewhere. Girl, that's not an apology. <laughs> <laughs> that's not it. You got to say I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's like just hearing her say I'm sorry and being truthful with it and really just sitting in her feelings it really made me look at her in a different light and that is a moment that I will cherish forever that's why I say like if you're walking around and you're and you know like you just you're still harboring harboring certain things and it's really bothering you I understand that not everybody wants to unpack and have the conversations but if you feel that it's necessary while that person is still here see if you can have the conversation that's it nothing beats a failure but a try like you and if that person's like yeah no I don't want to talk about it at least you can say that you tried but if you if something's holding you back from going to the next level it, it's time to let it go yep so I have a question um when it comes to not being in the same space um how does that, how do you feel like that's going to uh, play out once you have your live-in spouse? I'm not allowed to, I have no clue. I don't know. Like, does that look like you going to a separate part of the house? You spending time away from the house for, you know, maybe a night or like what, what do you think, how do you think you're going to be able to, um, coexist with somebody and when you guys are like at odds or that you've been hurt how do you fix that but not being able to say live in the be in the same space heal in the same space that you were hurting okay so this is where I think it'll be different right because the the hurt and the 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 different dynamics of my mom and my mom's in our relationship it was of a a parent to child and it was like something that happened over years 10 plus like a decade plus right versus mm -hmm. with the spouse it well damn I, I hope the nigga ain't heard me for 10 years but if it <laughs> <laughs> please don't please don't but <laughs> if it's like a disagreement or something you know that's really heavy I don't necessarily want to you know like prophesize and say oh yeah I'm gonna spend the night out fuck that because I, I don't I don't want to be that person but I will have to take space and that may look like getting outside of the household, not necessarily spending the night out, but just taking some time to myself, whatever. I don't, honestly, I don't know what that'll look like for me. I'll have to come back to y'all and tell y'all when I meet the nigga. Um, Make sure you have a conversation about that because Greg is 
So Greg used to be the type of person like, let me take a walk. And I used to like spaz the fuck out because I felt like he was abandoning me or abandoning the issue. I'm like, what the fuck? No, you can't leave. You're not leaving. <laughs> so that's like a conversation that when you guys get serious to have, like what does it look like for you to like calm down, reset so you can resolve? Because, you know, a lot of times people could just be flipping out and don't even know why. <laughs> This ain't gonna leave. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> okay, take some deep breaths. Look within. What do you feel right now? Abandoned. Okay, Bay. <laughs> when you leave, when we're arguing, I feel like you're abandoning me. <laughs> so you know, he stopped leaving. <laughs> we just go to a different side of the house, and we will come together later. <laughs> but don't leave. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, that's a good. That's a, especially from a married woman who's happily married. That's a good piece of advice. Before you get well, when you're getting in the serious phases of being with somebody, understanding how they unpack conflict mm-hmm. or shit, even if if they even unpack it. But I think you'll right. kind of recognize that early on. <laughs> but <laughs> but understanding, you know, just how people process their feelings. Oh, because baby. Damn, babe! Now I gotta unpack that. Well, I don't have to unpack that, but <laughs> just think about it. <laughs> it's something to put a uh, a prompt journal prompt for later. <laughs> Damn. what would this look like? <laughs> some visualization. Some visualization. This would look like this. <laughs> no, seriously. And on my journey to becoming that girl and becoming her, there are so many different. <laughs> There are so many different layers to that shit. So I'm definitely going to add that to the list of life conflict. I need somebody that know and understand I need space. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be reclusive because I can do that very well. But <laughs> I need a little <laughs> space. Uh, okay, right? So I'll even go into really quickly. Um, I just piggybacking off of, like you said, uh, you know, like your god mom and certain um, friends of the family and stuff not showing up in the way in which if you thought, that you thought they would. My um, college roommates. Uh, I felt like when my mom transitioned, I won't say that they dropped the ball because they were there, even, you know, for the funeral services and all of that, but I just felt like they weren't really checking in on me as much as I would have liked. But during that time, I didn't voice it. So the friendship kind of just, it just fizzled out. Like we just really stopped talking. And I know now that that's because we were both going through our own grieving processes and just different life, excuse me, life things. Um, But I ended up getting back in contact with them. Mm -hmm. And I will say that this, this new chapter of our friendship feels so amazing. Oh, I love that. Um, I love. And I, I know that it's because we've all grown so much and we've taken that space and that time apart away from each other to just, you know, heal and and go through life shit. <laughs> like, and now it's like we're learning to give each other so much more grace or, you know, I don't know. It just, it feels, the friendship feels so easy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel... I won't necessarily say, well, you know, I will say forced because 
like right before the friendship kind of ended, it started to feel a little forced and heavy. And mm-hmm. I, I knew that, you know, I didn't want to feel that way around him because we family. We've been through the worst of the worst together. So I don't know, like I'm 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 grateful that I was able to, you know, forgive what I felt like needed to be forgiven and and um just put myself out there again and say, Hey, you know, I think we should talk or because I'll be honest, I initiated the conversation. Such a fucking adult. Um, <laughs> I like, hey, you know, I'm in town. Let's do dinner. You know, something casual, just to really see what the energy is and the flow of the conversation. I didn't want to force anything. I'd already told my sister, like, you know, if we start back talking, we start back talking. But I, the ball is in their court now. At least I can say that I opened up the door, yeah. and uh, you know, I'm grateful. So sometimes forgiveness doesn't necessarily look like you cutting the person off or whatever the case may be. Sometimes forgiveness can mean that, you know, y'all come back and y'all better than ever. Yeah. And yeah. And that's, I like, I love that you can see the power of forgiveness manifest for you. Thank you. I really am trying over here. You are, you're doing, stop saying trying, you're doing, you're doing it, girl. And I love how I can hear it in your voice, like you're so serious about your journey right now when you say your journey to becoming her your voice lit up (laughs) so I'm pretty sure your face lit up too (laughs) when you were talking about it but yeah um I don't have anything else you know to comment on forgiveness this was very eye-opening for me and (laughs) I thought I didn't have nobody to forgive but I guess I do (laughs) so I'm about to start working on it because I want to be free I don't want to be held down by the shackles of the ghost of forgiveness <laughs> okay let me stop being making jokes oh, that's what we do um, no no I don't have anything else I think we can go ahead and move on into the next segment of the show with since we're being honest I would Ooh. love to go first oh well take it away uh, it sounds like we were at the church on five heartbeats that's just my movie, by the way. My oh my god, back. people! I, you know what irks me when people be like, "Temptations" is better than okay. Five Heartbeats." The movie, no, Five Heartbeats tops Temptations. It, Temptations was too long, and it's only one line from that movie. Y'all be trying to say, but Five Heartbeats. Ain't nobody coming to you, Otis. Multiple, you know, multiple lines in, in Five Heartbeats. Like, come on, don't come for the Five Heartbeats, okay? I'll be honest. I was not a five heartbeats girly. I'll be honest. Until about twenty, about twenty sixteen, I was not. I was. I stood ten toes down on the Temptations. I got the shit on DVD. Stop playing with me. <laughs> but then I started watching the Five Heartbeats. I said, "Damn, I like their story. They forgave each other. They not on drugs no more. They all happy in the church and shit. The Temptations, all of them died and got on drugs. And uh-uh. this ain't a good movie. <laughs> like, why y'all glorifying this? Turn this off." Um, so yeah, I'm a five heartbeats girly now. Um, let me see. Damn, what was I saying? Oh, okay. So since we're being honest, I'm really proud of myself on this this journey. Uh usually I will start something three days later. I'll be like, man, fuck this shit. But every day this week I have been making a conscious effort to prioritize my health mentally, physically, and emotionally. And before, like, I started this journey, I I sent the um, just a little general text message to, um, like, my 
what, what, what you said we're like the secondary group of friends. I don't, I don't forget. I forget how you wrote it, but I sent it to like the first group of people that I, I talked to, uh, you know, like more consistently. <laughs> and I was just telling them like, hey, I'm not being reclusive because I can be that. I'm not being reclusive. Just decided to take a little break for the remainder of the year um, because I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not myself right now. And truthfully, I don't even want to be. This is getting long winded. Goddamn. Okay, really quickly. <laughs> I think that for the past three years since my mom's transition, I have been trying to be the old Chris. I just want to be who I was. And I have realized that that person is no longer here. That person has dealt with a lot. And that girl is dead and gone. You know, like, it's just, I don't want to be that person anymore. I can't be that person anymore. My life is completely different. Everything about life is just different. So right now I am on the journey to becoming her. So since we're being honest, I am on the journey to becoming the very best version of myself and someone that I can be proud of when I look in the mirror and someone that I can, that I can look at and be like, that bitch on her shit. You know how when you see a person, you can give them all of the flowers and all of the praise in the world. But when it comes to you, it's like, you don't really clap like that. And I don't like that shit. So I am on the journey to becoming the woman that I can be proud of. And I'm happy. I love that for you. Thank you. That was a long ass since for being honest, y'all. But damn. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. They're here to listen. They want to know. The people want to know. <laughs> um, for myself, since you're being honest, um, I... Hmm. Since we're being honest, I don't know. I don't know what to be honest about today. <laughs> that sounds crazy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just in a state to, I want to do, I want to do things that make me feel good, but I'm also realizing a lot of things that I like that I just do on a day-to-day basis I just do them because it's the normal like I get up I work you know I take little mind breaks from work and I get on my phone and I mindlessly scroll like I want to do better so I've recently started like setting up alarms like my phone goes into um D&D like automatically at night at 10 o'clock every night so I'm not on my phone um I have like an alarm schedule right in the middle of my day so I can get outside and take a walk instead of just mindlessly scrolling on my phone. And I think it's also time for another social media break uh, because I, it consumes me sometimes, even though I don't like to say that because it sounds crazy that I'm being consumed or addicted to something. I think it's time for me to take a break from social media and, and maybe for longer than just like a week. So. I love that for you. It forces you to be present in your own life. Um, yeah. It, it forces you to shit, just be. And like you said, put your phone down because, man, and no, it, does, it doesn't sound crazy that you said addicted. You know, everybody in this generation, you got the from the three-year-olds up until the 73-year-olds. Everybody is addicted to social media in some, well, let me not say everybody. Some people are addicted to social media. A lot of people. <laughs> right. In, in one way or another, you know? And um, 
it can just be overwhelming because all you're seeing, you, you're literally seeing so many highlights and deep, long posts, just everything about somebody else's thoughts and opinions and views. And it's a lot. Um, it can be really overwhelming. So, and overstimulating. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy, you know, that you're taking breaks and taking a, like a little mini break during the workday. It really helps break it up. Although I'm unemployed at the moment, I understand what that feels like because I used to take walks uh, during my workday too. Used to take walks. Hell, I sit my laptop in the driveway and just move my mouse around, make it look like I was really doing something. Um, and just, you know, walk around the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy for you. That's good. That's, that's good. Uh, let's see. So I guess we can go ahead and move over into the next segment of the show. Which is what will you do in the upcoming week to bloom? Um, <clears throat> this week to bloom, I am going to take my social media break. <laughs> We're just going to, you know, deactivate my accounts. I have to deactivate them, otherwise, I'll convince myself to <laughs> open them right back up. <laughs> So I'm going to deactivate my accounts for, for a while. I love that for you. I really do. And Thank you. What I got. This week, I'm going to continue working out. I'm going to continue working out. I also think Chrishell is going to join me on this journey. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I had texted her a couple of days ago. And, um, you know, she was just checking on me, whatever. And I told her what I had been doing. And she was like, shit, I need to join you. So... This is me calling her out. Chriselle, if you're listening, feel free to join me on this journey and we can check in with each other. Um, but yeah, uh, for this upcoming week, I'm going to keep working out and um, I'll let y'all know about the progress on next week's episode. Saying it out here, out loud on the podcast holds me accountable. Uh, this is like, ooh, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But um. Thank y'all so much for listening to another episode. We release episodes every Sunday. Uh, please feel free to share, not feel free, please share this episode with your mama, your daddy, your grandma, your kids, if you have grown kids, your spouse. Everyone. Your, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Everyone. Your coworker. You get a podcast episode. You get a podcast episode. We Oprah. Okay? So feel free to share this with everybody. Uh, where can they find us, babe? At Black Girls in Bloom Pod on the gram. Yep, and y'all can comment. We can talk. Um, and again, if you're still holding on to anything, Let please try go. to figure out why. Let it go. <laughs> and hope can't hold on to it anymore. Okay, let that shit go. <laughs> yep. Uh, thank y'all so much. We hope that y'all enjoy y'all Sunday because China and I we are about to enjoy ours. Baby is about to go work out right now as we speak, actually. Uh, I'm up now. You see how, how alert we sound now that the episode <laughs> progressed? You know, sometimes all you got to do is just get up. Right. <laughs> get your ass up. Get off your feet. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye, babes. We love y'all. Bye. <laughs>